This is Gemarim Shkalim Daf Zayin, and today's shear, all the shearim for the month of Nisan, have been censored by the Gruen family, Lila Nishmas, Chaim Mordechai, Ben Aftali, Svi, the Nishama Shehav, and Aliyah, and all the learning for the entire Chabura. She'd be an incredible Aliyah Nishmasai. Of course, our Chaylen Men, Vavega Chaim, and Sarah Shalom, Simon, Reza, Yilazar, Skenadi, Basim, Bachay, Sarah, Yusarev, Mendel, Eliyaz, her parents, and the Shalayah Shalom, Bas, Naomi, Vishavig, Shilchan, Vadavini, Tuvi, Shalmanid, and Chan Rizal, Melchai, Basmin, Lebrak, Vastavi, Misa, Dinayin, Ben Shainel, Bashin, and Mendel, Simchatavia, Ben, Avigal, we pick it up in the last line of Vav Amid Beis. Meiser Nazir Lenedava. We're discussing the collection of funds that if someone set aside money for a specific cause, someone set aside money for the carbonates of a Nazir, a Nazir brings three carbonates, a Chatos, a Shlamim, and an Oila. And he set aside a money for these carbonates. We'll see exactly the procedure in a moment. And he has leftover money. Where does that leftover money go? So we have a Machlaikas between Rav Chista and Rav Zeira. So the Gemara says, Meiser Nazir Lenedava on the last line of Avamabes. So Rav Chista comes like Rav Chista and he explains that when is it in a Dava? As we move along to Zion. It's only in a dava if the last carbon that is sacrificed is the chatos. That is the case that's going to be that the leftover money is going to be going to a nidava. And the reason being, because then it's going to be a moiser chatos, leftover money of a chatos, which we know goes as a nedava. Avil says, Rav Chizda, Igar shlamim basayif. If you sacrifice the shlamim last, moisarim shlamim. Meaning, if he already brought the oila, and he brought the chatos, and all he has left is a shlamim, then he realizes, wait, I have too much money. The excess money has to be utilized to purchase a carbon shlamim. That is the opinion of Rav Chizda. Rav Zira Amar, Amar Rav Zira says, Rav Zira, if no, even if the shlamim comes at the end, there's one Allah with all the excess monies of a nazir. The excess should be a nidava. So we have a machlekes of chizda and of ziira. What happens if the chatos is the last of the three karbanis that nazir brings, and there is leftover money? Where does the leftover money go? Rav Chista said the leftover money has to be a. I'm sorry, if the chatos is left, is fine. But let's say the chatos is not last. Rav Chista says it has to be a shlamim. And there's obviously fundamental differences that we will see. And Rav Zira says now that even if the shlamim is last, the leftover money is goes to the Lenadava. So first the Gemara says, Masnita Ledin. We have Bryce's that support the opinion of Rav Chista, and Bryce's that support the opinion of Rav Zira. Masnita Rav Zira. First we bring a riot to Rav Zira. Says the Bryce, Eloin Ma'i Stumen. The following are Ma'i like stam, unspecified monies. Any carbon that the chatos is mixed together with it. What's going on over here is similar like we've been discussing. A nazir set it aside money for his carbones. Then the problem is the nazir dies. And we have all this money and the nazir did not specify if the money is the shlamim, is the chatos, is the nailo. What does he do? So these are mollies, stumim, unspecified monies. And together with all this money is a carbon chatos, one of the three carbones. 
says the price of Afilu Ifrish to me, then obviously it goes as an Adava. That when you have leftover money of a Nazir, like we keep on talking about, it's an Adava. But now the Raya to Rav Ziro, which again was the second opinion, who held that in all scenarios the money goes to an Adava because the price continues. And it says, Even if you already set aside the Khatas, meaning they took out the Khatas from this leftover money. Still, it's considered it's considered unspecified monies, and it will all be in a dava, a clear riot to Rav Ziira. Because according to Rav Chista, if you already took out the chatos, what would the leftovers be? The leftovers would be a shlamim. And on that, we've seen clearly in this brisa that the leftover money is not a shlamim, but rather the leftover money goes as a Nidava, the Lach Lamesh Misinai, that has the status of Ma'istumin, and of course, everything we just said, you can look at the Tiklin Charitin, and you'll see what we just explained. Masnita, let's say, Yelah Rav Chista. Now we have a right to Rav Chista. Again, Rav Chista said the only time the leftover money of a Nazir is a Nidava is if the Shachatos is last, but if the Shlomim is last, then it is not. Now, in order to understand, this raya, we have to know one din. The din is that there's a din called mi'ila, which we've learned many times together. Mi'ila means if you utilize uh, hectish properties for non-hectish purposes, for mundane purposes, the lach is your ever mi'ila, and unfortunately your chayiv karis. Now, the din of mi'ila only applies to kache kachim. For example, like a carbon oila. However, it does not apply to kache kalim. For example, a shlamim. Now, with that understanding, in shlamim is kache kalim, one step lower. Remind, remember that from when we learned Sachin that the leftover Pesach is a Shlamim, is Kachi Kalim, and then a, but a Oila is Kachi Kachim. So says the Braisa, Elu Lechatasi. If someone says this should be for my chatzos, and the left and the rest of the money should be for my other carbonis. Umeis, and then again, the similar case, he dies this case. What does the Brysa say? If you use all the money for an inappropriate usage, then there is meila. However, if you use part of the money, then there is no meila. Why is there no meila? There's no meila because what did he do? He said this is for a chatos. What's left? Shlomim and Ayla. Shlomim and Ayla, we just explained. The shalom is kachim kalim, no mi'ila. Oil is kachim kachim, yes mi'ila. He uses part of them incorrectly. There's no mi'ila. Why? Because then we assume that what he uses is the shlamim and not the chatas. If he misused all the money, then it's yes mi'ila. Why? Because then, of course, he misused chatas. I'm sorry, misused oila. He misused kachim kachim, and therefore he is over mi'ila. Veloy amru. And now that's what the Brysa says. Now we explained, the Brysa never said that the leftover money goes as an Adava. So what do we see clearly? We see clearly a proof to Rav Chista. Because according to Rav Chista, it only goes to an Adava if you have a Chatos last. But over here, he doesn't have a Chatos because he set aside the Chatos money. So therefore we see it does not go to a Nidava. Furthermore, it's a proof because... If it would be a Nadava, then would there be Me'ila? The answer would be yes. What do you mean? We just said there's only Me'ila if you misused all of it. No, but if you misused something which is a Nadava, what would the Nadava be for? An Ayla. Because that's what they use a Nadavas for, not Shlamims. Shlamim is only when there's a Bailim. So if there's a Nadava, then it would be an Ayla, then there would automatically be Me'ila. So for the fact that the Bryce says that there's only Me'ila if you misuse all of it, that shows us clearly that the leftover monies is not going as an 
Nedava, a riot to Rav Chista, that only goes to Nedava if the Chatos is last, but if the Shlomim is last, then it does not go, rather it's a Shlomim. Therefore, we have again, a Machlekes, Rav Chista and Rav Zeira, what do you do with leftover monies of a Nazir? Rav Chista says only if the Chatos is last, if it isn't a Nedava, if the Shlomim is last, it is not, it is a Shlomim. Rav Zeira said in all cases, it is, it is a Nedava, and we had a Brisa that concurred to both opinions. Says the Gemara, new din. Rav Chista Amar says Rav Chista, Moiser Lach Meshal Nazir Yurkov. If the Nazir has leftover bread, there's all the carbon minchais that the Nazir has to bring, all the breads. If he has leftovers, Yurkov, you have to let the bread. Uh, get ratty and moldy. Omer Rav Yosef Yeyos, and that which Rav Chizu just said is correct. You can't bring these breads by themselves. Why not? You never bring lechem a mincha by itself. You only bring with other karbanis. Let's say we should hold on to these breads and have another nazir bring them. You can't do that either. Because there's no case that a nazir comes without any bread. Therefore, that the leftover bread of a Nazir, leave, let it get destroyed on its own, let it get wormy, etc. Says the Gemara, that din of Rav Chista was by the bread. So Savrin Meimar, the Talmidim thought, there's no difference to leftover bread than the Mincha. Of the Nazir is similar to leftover Nesachim, the libations, the wine that was poured in the Mizbech at the same time. But Amar Av Yisi Baravon, Moisir Nechasev Kachim Kachim Minon, the Yibul in It's not true because the libations of wine that's Kachim Kachim, like we learned before, is a higher level. That if it's leftover goes as an Adava. I'll die. Whereas I'm sorry, the breads are Kachim Kalim and it would not go to Nadava. So again, do not equate the din of the bread to the din of the Nesachim. Says the Gemara, that din that we just saw, the din that the leftover Nisachim, the wine libations, is Kachim Kachim and it goes to Nadava. That din, three fabulous Amorayim said the same din. Shmuel, number one, Aliba to Rav Chista. Uh, Shmuel said it, uh, different gear size over here, so take out the word Aliba, and rather Shmuel, Rav Chista, and Rav Chia. Those are the, uh, Rav Chia, the Rav Elazar, I should say. Again, how you read that exactly, you have to look up the different gear size, but the three different people, as we'll see in a moment, is Shmuel, Rav Chista, and Rav Elazar, Shleishtan, Amru, Davar, Echad. All three of them said this thing, that the leftover Kachim, Kachim, are a Nidava, which of course is a beautiful, what we just saw a moment ago, that Kachim Catch him. Is has a din of me'ilah, is an oilah, is will go as in a dava. Number one is Ravchia, like we just saw, Hadamaran. Number Number two is Shmuel. Damar Rav Yisi Adana Taman. Rav Yisi said while well, I was over there, Shamas Kol Rav Yuda Shal Shmuel. I heard Rav Yuda ask Shmuel, "Hifresh Shkala Yumeis." What's the halach? Which of course is probably why this whole Gemara is brought over here. What if someone separated his machsa shekel and then he died? I'm relating people in a dava. Machsa shekel is din of kachim kachim, and therefore goes to the dava. That's number two. And number three, Rav Liazar Imir Moiser Asir Seifa Shaloi. The leftover Asir Seifa. Is of his own this year's Aifa as well has the same din. This is the Kohen Gadol, says the Gemara Shaloi. 
meaning referring to the Kohen Gadol, you throw it to the sea, you have to get it destroyed. is the third opinion like we just saw. So we see three different people holding the same din. Leftover Kachim kache goes to a Nedava. And now we will start the next Mishnah again. We'll try to break things down to make it a little bit easier as I know Shkalm has become quite a difficulty for many people. What we just saw so far today is number one, Amachlik of Chis and Rav with regard to the leftover monies of a Nazir, is it always a Nadava says Rav Zi'ira? Or is it only a Nadava if it lasts is Chatla says Rav Chista, rise to bro, bro over the breads of the carbon Nazir? Leftover the breads of the Nazir, I'm sorry, Rav Chisa said, you let it get wormy. And then finally, we have this last din of Yisi Barbon, who said that the leftover libations of the Nazir, which is a din of Kachi Kachim, goes in Adava, and Rav Chia, which is Rav Yisi, is number one, Rav Yudah B'Shem Shmuel, and lastly was Rav Eliezer, all said the same din. Says the Mishnah, which we know is a halacha in Yerushalmi. Moiser, continuing the theme that we just saw, Moiser, Shvuyim L'Shvuyim, you collected money, to ransom someone you've left over money, Lishvuyim, it goes into the fund to ransom other people who get into trouble. Meiser Shavui, but it's collected for a specific person, Meiser Shavui, it has to go to him, it goes to the leftover money you have to give him. Meiser Aniyim, Aniyim in general, it goes to all poor people. Meiser Ani, Meiser Ani, you give it to him. And obviously the Chiddush is, even though he has now more money than he's not considered an Ani, but since it was collected specifically for him, you have to give it to him. Moisir Amesim, if you have leftover money that was collected for the needs of Amesim, the Allah is the Mesim, it goes to the Mesim in general. Moisir Ames of a specific person, Liar Shavi goes to his uh, inheritors. Ramir Aimer Moisir Ames, no, he disagrees. If it's collected for one person, what do you do to leftovers? You do not give it to the inheritors, as we'll see in the Gemara exactly why, but rather, you leave it until Yo decides whether it goes to the relatives or it's going to go to utilize for the Mace himself to build him. Hatum, etc. As we'll see, Rav Nasser Neimer does that. You build a nefesh with a monument on top of his grave. So says the Gemara. Back, we'll begin with the dinim of the mace. Someone collected money with the assumption that that this person had no nothing to bury him with. And you find out that there was a whole fund set up, and they don't need the money you collected. Rav Yimya Savar Meimar Moiser Amesli Yarsha give it to the descendants. Amrli Rav Idi Dechutra Rav Idi from Chutra said Hagabat Macha. What are you talking about? Delay Kavanon Elalei. When you collected the money, they had Kavanon just for this guy. So how can you give it to the descendants? I never told this to you. How do you know this? Which really is a way of him saying that I disagree with you. I never said to this din, and therefore I disagree. You could give it to the Yarshim. Says the Gemara Tani, we learned Meshimra Nasan. Like we saw in the end of the Mishnah, you build him a monument on top of the cover. Similarly, do Zilaf was the sprinkling of wine, which gets rid of the bad smell, on top of the uh, bed holding the mace. So Tani, that's the end of that part of the mission. Now we go backwards, the first part of the mission. Again, let's try to keep things perspective. So we just learned about the mace. The machlek is whether it goes to the Yarshim. Whether the question was, what do you mean? They didn't have Kavana? Said, I don't care. I never told it to you. Tani ain't baidim shavui bishavui. We don't redeem one shavi for another shavi being given talus, but talus, we don't give money for one poor person to another poor person for his clothing. They in the machem parnasim. 
Lekach, and we don't we don't mimach and we don't protest for the parnasim, meaning the gabai sedaka. Let's say he does what we just said. We said he shouldn't give for one ani to the next. We don't protest if he goes and does that. Tani, we learned in a brayser of Shimon Gamliel. Leimer says of Shimon Gamliel, ain oisin the fascist let sadikim. We don't make monuments for sadikim. Why divreyem ain ain zechreinam? Arguing with the Mishnah, Ramnas and the Mishnah taught us you've left over the money, make a monument. Comes along Rashbag and he says. No way! What's the greatest monument of us of a dead of a tzaddik? Is his words? Is his Torah? We don't have to make him a monument. Rav Yechon have a masmich. Rav Yechon was leaning and going. Oil Rav Chia Bar Abba with Rav Chia Bar Abba by Rav Eliezer Chami and Rav Eliezer uh, saw him. Umatmir lay makme, and Rav Yezer hid himself from Rav Yechlan. Again, Rav Yechlan is walking. That's the key player over here. Okay, he's walking with Rav Chiyah Barava, but the key player is Rav Yechlan is walking, and Rav Yezer hides himself not to see Rav Yechlan. Vaamar, and Rav Yechlan says, "Halontarti milayu hadin bavloi." These two things that these Babylonians do, Abid Bey, Number one, this person, this Talmud, Rav Yezer, he didn't say Shalom to me, I'm the Rabbi. And secondly, he hides from me. What's going on? Rav Yechlan is quite upset with the way the Rav Yezer is acting. Omer Lei, Rav Yaakov Aridi, Rav Yaakov Aridi responds, trying to, uh, you know, calm down Rav Yechlan, explaining to him, This this is the minute over here in Babel that the small one, Rav Yezer, doesn't say shalom to the Rabbi first. Rather, they, oh, I'm sorry, the Anon, because what do they do? Nagon, they act, Umekaiman, they fulfill that which the Apostle says, Ru'uni na'arim and the youth will see and they'll hide. Visisu kamu amadu. The age are going to rise up and they're going to stand. So Rav Yaakov Aridi tries to tell Rav Yechlan, don't be upset, Rav Yezer, head. Don't be upset. He didn't say shalom to you because that is the minute here in Babel. Is that we don't say shalom to someone older than us. And that was why he was hiding because he didn't want to have to get into the situation. So he continues saying to Rav Yechlan, He sees Rav Yechlan is still pretty upset. So he tries a different way to calm down Rav Yechlan. How do you calm down a Tamachacham? Ask him Allah. He said, What's Allah? You let him walk in front of an idol, the Aduri idol. Amr Lei, Ma'at Palig. Ma'at Why are you giving it any uh, uh, honor? Walk in front of it and blind its eyes. Explains the Mepharshim over here. What does that mean? This question was maybe we shouldn't even walk past the idol. The answer was no. Walk past the idol and blind its eyes. How do you blind the eyes? Just walk by it and don't, uh, don't mention it. It's always a question. You know, people know that you can't, uh, you're not supposed to use a church and this and that. What's the biggest design, the biggest way of belittling something? Just to walk right by and not say anything. You're not supposed to say how beautiful it is, how this is. Just walk right by and nothing. That is the same thing he said you should do by the idol. You just walk right by and pretend it's not there. Amar Lehi, says to Rav Yechanan again, Yo is Rav Eliezer, Ovid, Ovid, Kamach. Rav Eliezer was correct that he did not go in front of you. Why? Because if he would have went in front of you, he would have had to say something to you. And that's not the minute over here to say something. To you, and therefore he's explaining that's what he did. And furthermore, 
Rabbi Yechanan is explaining again why he's upset. Secondly, I heard Rabbi Yechanan say a din, and he didn't say it in my name. He's my Talmud. How can he say something over and out of my name? Try to calm down Rabbi Yechanan. They said to Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi, The following was the story in the shul. Of the Tarsium, of the Coopersmiths, Binagar with a, with a copper, not Coopersmith, a Nagar, a copper guy, Sheesh Birojai Glustra, that he had uh, a Glustra, as we had this in uh, Gemara and Shabbos many times, he had a bolt, uh, you know, the bolts that they closed the doors with it, Shenechliku, that there was a Machlaikas as we turn over to. Amid uh, base, Zion of a base. Shenechlu, Rav Eliezer, Rav Yezir, Rav Eliezer, Rav Yezir argued about it. Ajakaru, Sefer Tayyar, Rechamasan. They ripped the Sefer Tayyar in their rage. Basically, he's telling Rav Yechlan, please calm down. You're getting all upset at Rav Eliezer. We don't want something dreadful to happen. They ripped the Sefer Tayyar. They were so upset. Karu Sakhizaitel says, Marwol, calm down. They really hear it, but says, Mar, you're right. Elisha Nikrib Sefer Taira. They don't purposely do it, but it happened. They were upset, and that's what happened. And you know what happened? There was one elder over there when the Sefer Torah ripped. Rav Yezi ben Kisma Shema. His name was Rav Yezi ben Kisma. I wonder if one day this place that we're standing where these two Tamid Chami got so upset that a Sefer Torah ripped. I wonder if one day it's going to come a place of a church, place of a Dizara. And that's obviously what happened. And again, they thought this would calm Rav Yechlan down. But what happened, unfortunately? Yechlan got more upset and he said, What? You're comparing me to a friend? Those were two Tamid Chama on the same level fighting. I'm Rav Yezer's Rabbi. How could, I'm higher than Rav Yezer. How could you equate the two stories? So now, comes Rav Yaakov and he tries to calm down Rav Yechlan. He says, it says, Kasher, in Yeshua. When Hashem commanded Moshe Abdo, his servant came to Moshe as Yeshua. So to Moshe commanded Yeshua Bekaimer. And now explains Rabbi Yaakovati. Every single word of Yeshua is sitting in Darshaning. You would say, Kachamer Moshe. This is what Moshe said. Every word that he said, he would say that. Elo, Yeshua, Yeshe, V'dayrish. Yeshua would sit in Darshan, V'yaydenakol, and everyone would know. Sha'atayrish al-Moshehi. That's the word of Moshe Rabbeinu. So Rav Yaakov Raidi says to Rav Yechlan, Afato, so to you, Eliezer, Yotamid, Yeshe, V'dayrish. He sits and learns. I call Yaydish, Atayrish al-Cha. Everyone knows it comes from you. Amr Lehen, Rav Yechlan, responds, Mibneimai, Nata Yodin, Loratzas, Kvenidi, Chavarenu, Why? You know how to calm me down there, like Akov Vaidi, your friend. That's the right way to calm me down. Now I'm calm. I realize that everything the Revelyezer really says is in my name, and there's no reason to get upset. Um, and now before we continue, just to give, uh, no, and that's the end of the story. So what was the story? Basically, Rav Yechanan got upset because Rav Yezer, number one, hated him. Number two, didn't say Shalom. Number three, said something over. Without quoting him, they explained to him the reason why he hated is because he didn't want to say Shalom. Why did he want to say Shalom? Because the Minigin Bavel was that the, the smaller one doesn't say Shalom. Rav Yechanan wasn't so happy. They tried to randomly ask him, what's going on with the idols? Are you allowed to, should you walk, should you bypass it, circumvent it? Yechanan says, no, 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 walk right by. Don't pretend like it's nothing there. The best way to destroy the idols. Rich said, you know I'm even more upset because he says that Allah is now quoting me. At the end of the day, Rebecca Reedy comes in down, bringing Uriah from Yeshua, that every word Yeshua said obviously came from Moshe Rabbeinu without quoting it. So too, Rebbe Gezer 
your Talmud. Now the Gemara goes back into the story and tries to understand something that's I'm sure bothering a lot of people. For Rav Yechlan, Michael, hi. Why was Rav Yechlan upset so much? Why David tried to Bishmei that he wanted to say something over in his name? What's going on over here? Explains the Gemara. You know what's going on? You know Rav Yechlan. You know what the precedent this was? No one lasted. David Hamelach. Daf David Bikesh Leirachamim. David Hamelach. Davin for mercy. Shneimer the pasuk says, I grew up all that I should live in your tent forever. Can I take refuge inside the shelter of your rings? Says the Gemara, one second. Does David Amalek really think he's going to live forever? This is what it means. David Amalek says in front of God, that my word, my Torah, should be said over in your shuls and in your bites. When they say over something in the name of your Reb, in the name of someone, it's fuss of Reichash as he might recover his lips of the deceased, the lips of Tamil Chacham. He's muttering moves in the grave. Shinamar the Pasik says, in your palate is like choice wine. The lips of those who sleep in the grave. And we see that's the reason why he's like over his name. As we see David Amelch himself wanted that. As we see that's the way that causes this dead to move his lips. Such a wonderful Mila as we're going to see. We explain just like this uh, when you have grapes and you keep them all together. When you put your, you touch one part of it, everything moves because it's so hot. Their lips move and murmur, whatever that means, in the graves and. That is the reason why Rabbi Yechon wanted them to say something over in his name. But now the Gemara goes further. Very good. You just explained to me you wanted to because we see that when someone is dead, it makes his lips move. Ask the Gemara, who cares if your lips move when you're dead? What I know is there to have your lips move. Explains the Gemara. Bar Nazira, two different Terutsim. Bar Nazira, Amar Teres, number one. It's like the pleasure of someone who drinks a drink called Kedita, whatever that means. Like someone who drinks aged wine, and this is the Kedita and his wine and pepper and honey. And uh, Rav Yitzhak is saying, no, this is the way you see something over. It's like old wine. But either way, that's the halacha, that's the hana, whatever that means. And that's Rav Yechran was makbid. And these items, even though you drink it, the taste lingers in your mouth. So too, Rav Yechran wanted them to say something over in his name, to have the taste linger in his mouth. Says the Gemara, Rav Gidl Amar comes along, Rav Gidl, and he says, Emir Shmu B'Shem Amra, Yisonu says the Shmu, the name of Yisonu, says the Gira, Bal Shmu Akilu Oymi Lenegdoi. It makes it as if the Bal Shmu, the one who says it, as if, if in front of him, Shnemar, as the Pazik says, Ach B'Tselem Yisalech Ish. The image, it should be a person perceive the image of his Rebbe right in front of him. Save another Pazik, Rav Adam Yikra Ish. Chastai says the Pasuk, the teaching of a great man, and a regular person is going to give over in chesed and kindness. Zeshar kul adam, this is referring to all people. The Pasuk continues, and the Ishamunim, the man of precision, who's going to find it. Zerab Zira, Zerab Zira, Damarab Zira, listen on Srichen Chashashin. 
We don't have to worry about anything about Rav Sheishas. Why? Because he's a man with open eyes. What does it mean he's open eyes? It means it's as if his Rebbe is right in front of him and everything he says, says as if it's right in front of his Rebbe. Continuing on the same thing, Chachim Rabbi Labar Patya is the rabbi that you're familiar with, Bar Patya. Do you know him actually? That Amr Shmaita Mishmei, that you say something over in his name, Amr Lei. Rabbi Yechlan Amr Mishmei. Rabbi Yechlan said it over to me in his name, Amr Lei. And he responded further, Rav Zir Ravasi. So Rav Zir says, Ravasi, Chacham Rav, Lerav, Da'at Amr Shmaitse, Mishmei. Do you know him personally? Amr Lerav Adabarava, Amr Mishmei. I heard it from Rav Adabarava. And that's a level of personal, not that he knew him personally, but he heard it from a Talmud. And now the Gemara concludes the Barak, Ein Darsh, Ein Bay Leitzanim, Kedarish al David. There was no generation that had Leitzanim, that scoffers, mockers like the generation of David Amelech. Ma'al Yaprutse Adar, Aisin, what would the Prutse Mo they do? Ayolchen Eitzel Chaloy Noisev. David. They went to the window of David HaMelech. David HaMelech wrote the Elim, woke up every night with the harp. And the scoffers and the mockers, we see that when someone's a mocker, someone makes jokes out of everything, no one is beyond his limit. Even David HaMelech. I'm really they would say to him, David, David, when are you going to build the Mesa Migdash? When is the house of Hashem going to die? David They want to make me angry because of course the Mesa Migdash was not built in David HaMelech's lifetime, rather in his son Shlomo's. Yet David says, I'm going to come. They're trying to make me angry, but I am going to rejoice in, the, in that which they said. I'm going to rejoice when they said, let us go to the house of Hashem. That meaning, David Amel says, I know that I'm not going to be the one to build the base of Mikdash, but I'm going to be happy that my son Shlomo Melch is going to be one to do it. When your day, David Amel, you're going to be complete. And when you're going to be Nifter, that's when the base of Mikdash will be built. I count out complete days to you, your son Shlema is going to be the one to build the base. The Migdash al Hakriv, Karbanais, Sibar, but rather. Um, why is Shlomo going to build a base? Maybe to bring Garbanais. Chaviv alai tzedakah mishpah shat It's dear to me, the wonderful tzedakah mishpah that you're doing for me. Yaiser minah karban more than karbanah shem ra'isa tzedakah mishpah nivchar l'ashem mishpachacha charity. And that which is acceptable to Hashem like a karban. Hajon aloch metzarfin shkalim. We should return. We should do a fabulous chazara of this parak, And we will do take one moment to start the next parak, but just to re- conclude with one word of Rav Pam. Rav Pam used to say over that those who talk in shul are going to talk when the Beis HaMikdash comes. And people laugh at it. What do you mean with the Beis HaMikdash? That's what we see here in the Gemara. That those who mock are even able to mock, not just with anyone, but even someone as great as David HaMelech. Says the Mishnah, with this we'll conclude, three times of the year. They would withdraw from the chambers the monies that they collected. Of course, it's a continuation of the theme. It's a continuation of that which we saw that they used to collect the machsa shekel. Now we know when they would withdraw from the machsa shekel three times. Before Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot, we'll see what pros means in the Gemara. And similarly, it's the same time of Meiser Behemah, Tivir Avikiva, Ben Azayimer. No, the 29th of Adar, Bechavanis, Sivan, the first and Sivan, Rezavitisha, Bav, and the 29th of Av. Rav Lazar of Shimonimer, no, 
third opinion about Chamanisa, about Chasivan, Vechavtas El. Velama Amru Bechavtas Elo? Velamru Bechavtishrei? Why am they shu Yamtav? Because the first of Tishrei is Rosh Hashanah. We have Shalazar Biyantav, and he can't do Maiser Behem on Rosh Hashanah, Vichadimu Bechavtas El. And therefore they did it early in the Chavtas El, so as we'll start tomorrow, and as we're going to see in this Prayerik, we're going to deal with the times. Number one, that they would withdraw from the boxes inside the in the chambers of the base Amigdash, the three times of the year. Machlik is exactly when that was. And number two, the extension of that is Allah of Meiser Behemoth, which occurred at those three times as well. And we'll continue from here tomorrow.